With Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki, got a special guest in studio here, Dan. Stu Tanner's a chef in England and he's a uh, Trots devotee. And he's uh, come in studio to say good day. He's, he's a local-born Melbourne lad from years ago. He's telling me he's got a photo on the wall at home of a galloper of his that won in the early 90s on a Wednesday, an Enfield handicap. And he reckons you owned the horse that ran third, some, a name like Rain Man or something. Jeez. <laughs> Does that ring a bell? <laughs> uh, I had Rain Man or Rain Man won it. No, you had Rain Man or Running Man or something like that, the name was, he reckons. Early 90s, a galloper you had. Right. Early 90s, I'm trying to think the gallopers I might have had. I had, I had some horses with John Leake, with the, unless it was one of he, he trained. I, oh, it he, goes, going back too far, I thought I had a good memory, but it's testing now. He's he's nodding his head. John Leake, Brent White, he reckons, rode your horse. So, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be right then, yep. That'd be right. You can yep. remember Brent White riding him. I can't remember the horse's name, but he sounds like he remembers it better than me. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably... Anyway, he got the winner, so he had the last laugh. Ah, uh, correct. Uh, that might have been where we were heading with this, but uh, anyway. Uh, race four at Melton on Saturday night is the Garrard's Horse and Hound Gold Chalice and... Uh, did, I don't know if you watched some trials of Paradigm or Paradigm. Depends on how you want to go with it. I would go with Paradigm if I was you. Uh, it was pretty impressive. It it um, ran fifth in a Vic Bread final. Was pretty good at Geelong first up. I think initially you were pro- most people were probably disappointed, but they dashed home that last quarter. And I think uh, it's it's got a beautiful draw to run a, to lob up in a good position. And I settled on Paradigm, but boy, I tell you, this is the first leg of the quaddy, and I'd be going yeah. pretty wide. There's a lot of chances in this, Dan. Yeah, w- worth uh, highlighting. It is the first leg of the quaddy because the Great Southern Star is race eight. Quaddy legs have been shifted forward, but it's a big quaddy pool. It's seeded, 80,000, I think, 70, seeded. 70, 70. Uh, estimated pool of $400,000. So it's going to be a big quaddy. Last thing you want to do is miss it. So remember race four. And I think uh, this is one of the legs that you can get a bit of value about. Um, Mm. I've ticked uh, six horses as winning chances here. And the longest price of those is my top selection. Um, I was a bit surprised at doing the form, having seen this horse win previously. And I know it's a step up in class, but Jillaby Illuminate has impressed me at both runs to date. Now, not a perfectly gated pacer. She hasn't been used up for any speed. I don't anticipate that will be the case here, but she has been finishing off her races so well. I mean, she comes through Hamilton and Terang wins, but recording really slick last quarters and hitting the line hard and coming from behind. So she can carve out a very quick split. And um, I thought when I first saw the odds, she was $26 and I just... I felt that was way over the odds. So I've made her my roughie for the night because of the odds, but I was going to tip her anyway. So she's actually my top pick, Jillaby Illuminate, number six. Um, it's not that I've got queries on some of the others, but you know, Paradigm, she was sort of middle of the field in the, in the group one. She's performing well. She did have a bad gait through that series as well, but mm. her performances have been good. She was solid but, but well held first up. Sevy's been beaten since. Uh, but Paradigm, she showed a bit of gate speed, can push forward. I think the answer does lack that gate speed and the race smarts at the moment is very strong. If she can somehow hold up leaders back, she proved last week or last two starts against the boys. Uh, it looks really well placed here. The answer, number one, uh, she's a major star. Um, 
I thought was okay at Ballarat, but clearly Uniquely Ideal had her measure, and Soho Honey Rider for that matter. Um, she's in the mix. And then you've got, uh, I thought, Free as a Bird from inside the back row. I, I anticipated the answer would get crossed early. Um, has gone uh, rough before, last time it drew one, and then was put out of the draw. So there, there might be that little query that uh, she is not going to be pushed out of the gate to hold a spot. So she could be three pegs which means free as a bird, initially four pegs, gets away from it, has to work, obviously uniquely ideal. It was terrific at Ballarat. You were, um, you'd sort of suggested it was far harder last week, but she was beaten a bit too early in that race for my mm, liking, and mm. I don't know whether I want to be forgiving or not, uh, because the run at Ballarat Pride was really good against her own sex, of which she gets back to here. So they're all the pluses and negatives. There's probably quite a few negatives for, for varying reasons. And that's why I like Jillaby Illuminate, because she's drawn uh, what looks awkward, but I don't think it matters. She'll probably go back, try and slot in somewhere, find a, a back to follow in the last 500 and then let down. I'm sure she'll let down really well. Uh, way over the odds, six uh, Jillaby Illuminate. When I say way, well over the odds, I, mean, I was tipping the horse yesterday uh, on radio and she was 26. Well, now she's into 14 and I still think that's value. Yeah. Uh, but in a, in a, a decent group uh, of, um, of fillies, six uh, to beat nine, which is uniquely ideal, really impressed me at Ballarat. She's a really nice type of filly, but still thought she was a little bit disappointing last week. I know she ended up sitting without cover, but she was just gone too far out. I'm forgiving. I'm that sort of a person. Actually, I'm probably not. I'm actually not a forgiver. But with racehorses, I often am. Um, number nine for second, won the answer for third. If you knew the answer could hold up, it'd be a $2.50 chance, wouldn't it? So um, barrier one is just... If it was barrier two, I'd have far more confidence on the answer. Uh, but it's not, and that's racing. So it's six nine one, and I threw Paradigm into my top four. She looks a good chance, particularly... Now that you've identified, might be a good chance to get to the front as well. But she's going well. Yeah, look, I spoke to Danny Curran during the week on the show, Dan, and uh, he said they'd be very happy to be on the leader's back or even through the fence uh, at the top of the straight and see her finish off once again. Uh, Jill will be illuminate. Yep. If this helps you, the the horse that ran third at Tarang has won three in a row since... Um, which is yep. which, which helps a bit, and the horse that ran second, the War Wolf for Maddie Craven. I got a funny feeling, it's a nice horse as well. So we haven't really seen the War Wolf since, but yeah, I, Jill will be illuminate. You just don't know she might be a superstar, and we haven't seen the best of her yet. She got a good turn of foot, mm. not really well gated, but she can improve on that as she as she goes forward. I don't think she, you know she has to show the gate speed, but. She's hit the line really well at both of her two starts in very quick quarters as well. I think there's a lot to like about her, and it's just a matter of trying to measure up that form in town in a race like this. But I don't think they're the, the cream of the two of the three-year-old fillies. They're, 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 they're the uh, progressive bunch, and I think Chilliby Illuminate is, is very much in that category, very progressive. I like Well, she couldn't have done any more than what's been asked of her so far. Yeah, I yeah, my just query was the barrier drawer and where she'd said, I was three, five, one, six in the end and gave chances to seven different horses. The one I would have thrown in as well was Sarah Tarsloy. I think it's got a bit more ability than uh, we give her credit yeah. for. She's got a pretty awkward, awkward draw, but I wouldn't be shocked if, if she really showed that uh, she's going to measure up as a top quality three-year-old. Race five is the hip pocket Castlemaine four-year-old Bonanza, and I certainly, I just can't go past perfect class here. I'm a little staggered at the odds he is too, Dan. I just don't think 
Uh, he should be three dollars fifty. I'm not sure why he's three dollars fifty. He's came. He ran what second in the Derby behind Batraka, who's not in this race. Third in the Vic Bread behind Batraka and Tiki's watching. They're not in this race. He won the Breeders' Crown final. He draws Barrier One. He's trained by Emma Stewart. He's driven by Mark Pitt. I'm just missing something. I, he seems to tick every box for me. Perfect class. I think he's a quality animal with a massive four-year-old season ahead. He, he's just a standout for me on the night. He's my best bet of the night. Race five, number one, perfect class. I'm a fan of perfect classes, but this is first up. I mean, it's the right race to be no first fit. up in and the right draw to have. But has he got the gate speed to lead? I wasn't he convinced he did. You reckon he has? I think he has. And he's first up since November, not first up yep. since... It's not a massive break. No, it's yeah. not. So, yeah. No, I think he just leads and wins. Well, Captain Hammerhead, Captain's Knock, they can both come out all right, lose Dream. I think there's enough pressure to his outside, but if he can sustain it, it's a matter of then how forward he is to, to be able to sustain it. And there's huge wraps on Frankie Ferocious, who's drawn inside of the back row. Uh, he might end up with a run of the race. Um, and he was impressive winning last start. Um, look, I wasn't, I wasn't really sure about this one. Uh, we've always, already seen a good move, Frankie Ferocious, from where it's drawn. Captain Hammerhead's first up as well, but it's a horse good enough to make the Tabureka. And, and Captain's knocked a very good horse, and we probably haven't seen him at his best uh, for various reasons when he's come down here previously. And, and even Lou's Dream, I, I like the win of uh, last time. Um, just wasn't sure. I... I with uh, how Captain's Knock and Captain Hammerhead come out, I think with Captain's Knock, because he's had a run back and even lose Dream, they might try to press forward. But Perfect Class is going to have to work that first 150 to 200 metres. And if he's able to hold up there, he'll be very hard to beat. Problem with Perfect Class, although at his last run, last campaign, um, he he didn't switch off and he, he, he found the line quite strong. But previously, I've seen him switch off when he's in front. He seems to be a better chaser, a better horse doing work. He sort of sits and waits for him. And I wonder if this is a dangerous race, if he's going to be uh, that first up, bit fresh, um, and it might advantage Frankie Ferocious. I I'm not really sure. It's not a race I've really got my head around, but I've got a number of horses that could win it. Um, I've tipped the four captains not four, one, eight, and three, uh, but I'm not confident on the race just at the moment something might twig with me later on but at the moment it's more a, a, a well a group selection but a group of horses that i think all can win it so four one eight three um are my selections um make this what you want three starts back in late november frankie ferocious went around 18 dollars in a three-year-old race at albion park and ran second Jason Grimson was in Queensland for the Inter-Dominion series and a week later goes around $1.75 in an open age race up to 70 and then a week after that goes around $1.12 in an up to 90 grade. So uh, there was some confidence there amongst the stable of him improving. I think um, he's now joined the Jason Grimson camp and uh, he's obviously a nice horse. And I, I think my confidence that perfect class leads is increased by the fact Frankie there's been so much money for Frankie ferocious because I assume everyone's assuming that perfect class will lead I just think he'll lead and win and uh, you mentioned dangerous something somewhere in all there Dan about something I can't remember what it was but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him have one sit do nothing and where he's at because I think he'll be booming home in the last uh, four or 500 metres. I don't think he can win the race, don't get me wrong, but looking forward to seeing what he does off the second row, Dan. 
Yeah, look, he's a good horse. There's no doubt about that. He'll mm. probably trail better than than last week. We improve with the running. He is a good horse, and he looks like a good horse. But you know, just wonder if his mind's actually matching his um, his physicality just at the moment. That was the case throughout the early part of his career. Um, but to be fair, after that false start last week, he was terrific. So uh, you, you wouldn't want to just put the pen through him. He might need a bit more luck, but the pace might be there. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to help him. Just looking at the tab Eureka market. Now, I don't know if this surprises you or not, because sometimes it's very difficult to think about um, the landscape of the, the three and four-year-olds that could be around for the tab Eureka. But... Of the four equal favourites at the moment for the Tabureka, three of them are in this race. Captain's Knock, Frankie Ferocious and Perfect Class. Really? Is that surprising? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I was a little surprised. But looking through the, the rest Storm? of the market, Petrarca's yeah. the other equal favourite. Better be the best, the Lost Storm for real life school captain. I know it doesn't mean everything, but... Um, I, I'm yeah, maybe just that lack of depth. Maybe we need a three-year-old to uh, to come out of the mire. Although it's it's a bit of a challenge. There's no Captain Ravishing, Leap to Fame, Catch a Wave type group of uh, of four-year-olds at the moment. At the moment, that can change. But there you go. Seven dollars the favourites, and three of them from the Tabureka are in the uh, the four-year-old Bonanza. Yeah, that is interesting. That is very interesting. Shows the quality of the race. The Bonanza with the Chariots of Fire knocking on the door as well.